Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Boulevard. 
come get certified. We've got a winter special going on right now. $89 doctor fee, $239 in total with the state fee. Unless you're on food stamps, you can take a whole $75 off of that. They need a whoop button, you know, like the emoji, whoop, you know, that whole thing. Anyway, uh, that's right. You heard us right. And they're good for two years. That's right. Yeah. Cards are good for two years. We did not raise our price. We just lowered our prices. Get on in here. Right? Oh, magic. And if you want to know what you can get certified for, go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Check out the certification section. You can book your appointment on the little button that says book appointment. And uh, anytime, seven days a week. Come on down. If you suffer from PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, uh, you are eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition or just a treatment. That's right. If you've got some disease that's not on this list and you're on some nasty medication that's making you sick and giving you headaches and all that other lame stuff, you can get um, certified for that. Bring your current medical record. That would be a diagnosis within the last 12 months. And, yep, when you come back in two years, you're still going to need a current medical record. But don't worry. You can still get evaluations with our office for a set of time fees. And Monday through Friday, you usually get that done on the same day. Weekends, eh, maybe not so much. Um, and the state of Arizona issues medical marijuana cards after the date you've seen our doctor. So not to get confused because you'll come see our doctor and then you think your card's going to have that date. But it doesn't because the state takes its own damn sweet time to get to your card. <laughs> And starting in just 10 days. Are you ready for it? Ready? Electronic cards. Yeah. Because now, guess what? You don't have to be disposable for carrying anything in your wallet uh, or your purse. You can just whip out that electronic device and say, here, officer, here's my PDF. Uh, you can print it out and bring it with you if you want. Uh, but you are going to have to have your very own unique personal email that you can log in and register. That's right. Register with the state of Arizona's health department, very own medical marijuana system. So now I know don't cry. It's okay. If you don't have an email, your neighbor does. And I'm sure we're going to help you do it quick. <clears throat> hey, oh, guess what, folks? When was the first free library? We should look that up. Tell me 17, no, 15, no, 12, no. Did Jesus have a library? <laughs> so, here you go. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Oh, Our primary really? focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, thctucson at gmail.com, or get on over to the website at www.tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And in 1731, Ben Franklin and others founded the first such library, the Library Company of Philadelphia. That's right. The initial collection of the Library of Congress was in ashes after the British burned it during the War of 1812. Oh, oh, lame. Oh, 1698. Who did that? Tell us. Church. Oh, the, oh, of course it was a church, St. Philip's Episcopal Church. Parsonage per, uh, Provincial Library is the first public lending library in North America in 1698. Wow. 
the St. Philip's Episcopal Church Parsonage Provincial Library in Charleston, South Carolina, was founded in 1698. It was the first public funding library in the American colonies. Oh, I wonder what they are talking about. Bible. Bible. The Bible. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Okay, so thanks all for tuning in. Uh, if you're chatting out there with us, good morning, Ganja lovers. And the House Committee uh, is voting today to end federal cannabis prohibition. <clears throat> I love it. They show. <laughs> oh, that's a nice little uh, packed tin of uh, raw joints you can smoke there. Oh. And we're going to talk about smoking weed too. We we discussed this on the break because it's not the same as smoking cigarettes. Just I'm going to just air it out right now. I'm going to tell you how it is. Because people are like, ah, it's, just like, it's worse than smoking cigarettes when you're high. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so an uh, average cigarette smoker smokes a pack a day. Okay, we're just going to give them that. Because usually it's pack and a half to like seven packs. Okay, but we won't even go there. For the truck driver, there's a two or three or four packer. Like, it's disgusting. But yeah, pack, pack and a half a day. We'll just give you a pack, okay? Even if we give you a half a pack, we'll go with that. Ten tiny cigarettes today. 20, 20 cigarettes in a pack. Each cigarette contains one gram of tobacco. And if it's not organic, it's filled with a whole lot of crap. Okay? Now, the average joint smoker. So that's 10 grams of tobacco in a day. On, an, on a, for an, you know, that's a light smoker. Okay? Uh, that's one every waking hour for 10 hours, okay? We'll give them that, which is usually, yeah, your eyes bugged out because you know it's more than that. But we're going to go with that, 10 little grams. Uh, the average cannabis smoker um, will take, I love it, a hit or two. <laughs> I've got one little grain cigarette and put it down. So one gram of cannabis would last the Maybe not even the average smoker because a lot of people get away with taking a couple hits and going about their day for a while, like three, four hours, maybe five, six hours if they're out and they don't want to, they can't consume out in public, so they come back home after running errands or going to work or whatever. It could be an eight-hour day at work, eight and a half, nine before you get home. So then you you hit your bong and let's say you do three or four puffs more. Are you at a half there? So there's the difference, though. There is the difference. You're talking about 10 grams of carcinogen-filled crap versus a half a gram of yellow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. Uh-oh. What happened? Yeah, you guys. That guy. He's up there doing bong. Actually, he's not. He's feeding his brownies. I attempted to make some brownies. They're on the counter there. I was hoping maybe the mice got in them last night and got really trashed. And U.S. House Committee voting today to end federal cannabis prohibition. Today at 10 a.m., the House Committee Judiciary Committee uh, <clears throat> will hold a vote on a comprehensive cannabis legalization bill marking the first ever vote to completely end federal prohibition. You can watch it here, and here meaning on azmarijuana.com, which I'm actually going to post that link on our blog so you can watch it there. Okay. Um Sponsored by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement, MORE, Act is the most robust cannabis reform bill ever introduced in the U.S. Congress, MPP reported. Um, in addition to federally decriminalizing and descheduling cannabis, the MORE Act contains strong social equity provisions with an emphasis on rest, uh, restorative justice for communities most impacted by cannabis prohibition. If signed into law, the MORE Act would remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act, require federal courts to expunge prior cannabis-related convictions, and provide for resentencing, provide grants and funding to communities most harmed by the war on cannabis, lift barriers to licensing and employment in the cannabis industry, block federal agencies from denying public benefits or security clearances due to cannabis use, 
protect immigrants from being denied citizenship over cannabis, which I just heard was a really, really big problem, um, and allow VA physicians to recommend medical cannabis to veterans. Now, that is awesome. Quote, this vote is an encouraging indication that federal lawmakers are listening to the majority of Americans who support cannabis legalization, said MPP. Prohibition brings devastating and unjustifiable human and economic costs, and it is time for Congress to take action. We are hopeful that the House of Representatives and the Senate will cooperate to pass legalization to finally end the failed policy of prohibition. That's right. There's a lot in there, though. I mean, you know, first it's, you know, they're going to take it, they're going to take it off scheduling, but there's a whole host of things they want to have happen, which are all awesome. But uh, we'll see. It is uh, <laughs> some interesting times in politics right now. We'll just say interesting. We'll go that Okay, um, this is another good article that I I gathered from High Times Magazine. Who doesn't love High Times? Does we go bad, and how long does it last? How much do we keep? Oh, this guy smelling weed. He looks really too serious to be smelling weed. It's just like, maybe it was just a bad joint. He's very, oh, very concerned. Oh, he's very stressed. He's had this weed for 10 years. Well, that's the weed that the government gives the government patients is 10 years old. Yeah, this is college weed. He found it in the sock last week. and want to know it's still good. How long does a marijuana high last? What if it's from an edible or a vape? We answer all of your questions. Check out the, the definitive guide on high times. Okay, the basics. How long does weed stay good? Let's get to the heart of the matter. How long is weed good? Under ideal storage conditions, cannabis can actually stay relatively fresh for a surprisingly long time. If it's properly harvested, dried, cured, and then stored, you can expect your weed to stay fresh for anywhere from six months to a whole year. If you've done an exceptionally good job for storing your bud and you're a little bit lucky, you may be able to stretch that timeline even further, possibly to the point of approaching two years. Wow, that's good weed storage. Uh, I guess they was right. Put your weed in it. (laughs) But for most weed smokers, conditions are less than ideal. In the absence of humidity, control the storage containers. And assuming that your weed will encounter some degree of light and the temperature might be less than perfect, don't expect to get a full year out of your weed. (laughs) So how long does it last? In general, try to consume all your weed within six months of purchasing it. All right. But, of course, if you've invested in high-quality storage equipment, then you can push it out to the year mark. How long is weed good for? The scientific answer. Now that you have a general idea for how long weed lasts, let's get into the more scientific answer. First, it's important to understand what actually happens to marijuana as it ages. Essentially, all the chemicals that make up marijuana uh, special start to break down. Over time, many of the cannabinoids and terpenes found in cannabis slowly break down and lose potency. As the terpenes break down, your bud loses flavor and scent. As a result, old bud is relatively tasteless and lacks that distinctive sharp odor that fresh weed is supposed to have. Sometimes, old weed will end up tasting harsh and nasty. Either way, when the terpenes have broken down, your weed won't taste or smell the way it's supposed to. Similarly, and probably more importantly... Cannabinoids also break down over time. Old, worn-out bud won't be as potent because a lot of the THC will have broken down and dissipated. And here's where we can get very precise with figuring out how long weed is good. Fortunately, the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crime has looked into things for us. (laughs) Their research is found that on average, cannabis plant matter loses THC potency At this rate, after one year, weed loses roughly 16% of its THC. After two years, it loses 26% of its THC. And after three years, it loses 34% of its THC. And after four years, weed loses 41% of THC. So smoke that stuff fast.
some uh, RSO last night before I went to bed. And some Otterberry. I think I slept all right. I don't know. Um, I just dream too much. Okay, so let's return to the old bag of weed you found at the back of your closet. How do you know if it's bad? Basically, you're looking for a few things. Is it moldy? If your weed was too moist or humid, it may develop mold. Do not smoke moldy weed. Just don't do it. Cannabis kid, I know it's hard to throw that stuff away. Just don't do it. Is it dried out? If your butt is crumbled into dust, it's obviously too old. Does it smell fresh? Marijuana lacks that And does it break apart? If it's spongy and doesn't make any sound when you pull apart a nug, it might be damp and moldy. If it instantly breaks apart into dry dust, it's too old. We hear a lot about both those situations coming from dispensaries. Because uh, in California, um, they have to prepackage everything. Uh, so, you know, you prepackage at a certain point, you better sell it fast before it, it does go moldy or it stays on your shelf and then the bag's too long and it's just dried out. Or maybe they put it out or they put it in the bags when it was too dry. So if you determine that your weed has gone bad, it's not the end of the world. Technically speaking, you can still smoke it. It just won't taste very good. And since most of the cannabinoids have probably already broken down, you probably won't get very high. But smoking old weed won't kill you or make you sick. The only exception is moldy marijuana. (laughs) If your flowers have encountered too much moisture, they might get moldy. Again, don't do it. Uh, If you see discolored spots, white fuzzy mold, or if it smells like anything other than cannabis, don't mess with it. Smoking or otherwise ingesting mold can definitely make you sick or worse. So steer clear. Now that you know the answers to this question, how long does your weed stay good, what should you do to keep it fresh? To preserve your bud for as long as possible, practice proper storage techniques. Try your best to control temperature and humidity. Keep it away from direct sunlight and store in a cool, dry, dark location. With a little bit of care and some basic equipment, you can get the most out of your bud. Excellent. Woo. So just smoke it quick, kids. That's all they're saying. Just smoke it quick. quick, quick. There you have that, folks. All right. What time we got here? 8.22. All right. So we found some magazines at the store. We're still questioning um, National Geographic because Fox bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think we we did read the the news briefing from MG Magazine last time. Um, We do have... our last, we're still working. I'm really impressed with this magazine. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's just really fun to read. <laughs> in the eight years that we've been in business, what's that? Definite maybe. Definite maybe. Uh, yeah, in our eight years, um, there's been a lot. There's a lot of consistency in here, so we'll go with that. Anecdotes rock. We should have a shirt that. There's the little thing on the whole plant and nothing but the plant. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and guess what? I bet that's an auto plant. Let's hear it for autos. Big bully boys out there. Oh, autos. They're never going to do anything. Whatever you guys are just. I'll take you on. Okay. <clears throat> Research is just beginning to unlock the secrets of this weed. <laughs> cannabis sativa is one of those helper organisms, which we learned cannabis sativa was actually given its official scientific name in the 1500s, folks. That's right. 1500s. And nurtured for at least 8,000 years. There are even uh, theorists who believe it was cannabis, not an apple, that Eve handed over to Adam in the Garden of Eden. Aha! Okay. 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 Oh my God. Goodness, sure, evil, maybe. (laughs) If you're doing it wrong, we spoke with indoor grower Meister Tom Stevenson of Bonsai Cultivation in Boulder, Colorado, to help us unlock the secrets of the 500 possibly therapeutic compounds in this amazing plant. Yep, 500, folks. It may have a place in your personal Eden. That's right. Oh. 
Who did that? Okay, one. <laughs> okay, I won't do it. Sorry. <laughs> but it's the day before my birthday. I can do anything I want. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? <laughs> Number one, trichomes. Ooh, we love those. Trichomes hold the magic, says Stevenson. They're the resin-filled glands that grow on cannabis flowers. They're also the plant's first line of defense in the wild. They stink. They taste bitter. They're sticky. So they discourage animals and insects from eating them. But trichomes also produce the cannabinoids THC, CBD, CBG, plus at least 120 others, and terpenes, that funky fragrance, that produce uh, presto changeo effects in Homo sapiens magic. Indeed. <laughs> Trichomes. Two, the cannabis flower is a thing of beauty, and selective breeding has enhanced the active ingredients by a factor of at least five in the last decade. Uh, but you should look for hand-trimmed rather than machine-harvested buds. That's right. I agree. The trichromes and terpenes that are the heart of cannabis must be hanged or handled gently and dried slowly under optimal conditions to maintain maximum uh, maximal potency. Maximum. Maximal. I'm not sure that's you. Um, exactly. Hand organic and hand trimmed hand everything is just better. Three, it's a common misconception that the universal symbol of cannabis, that serrated seven-pointed leaf produces a high. Wrong! Uh, those so-called fan leaves actually contain very little THC. Instead, they are the power transfer station that, that harvests energy from the sun and drives it to the sugar leaves that encapsulate the flower buds. That's the origin of most of those 500 potentially active ingredients. Fan leaves. I know, we were just talking about that last week, that on the cover of every magazine is a family, when it really should be, but itself, when you're talking about medical marijuana. But the family plays an important role, as we just found out. If you don't have that, you're not going to get uh, <laughs> anything. Okay, smell something. Those are terpenes, volatile organic compounds that waft into the air to warn animals and insects that they shouldn't mess with cannabis. They may make you wrinkle your nose, but keep in mind, those terpenes are thought to be the next wave of therapeutic compounds, and researchers are testing their uh, reputed effects. For instance, lemony-smelling strains contain lemony, a terpene credited with feelings of alertness and stress relief, um, also known to help cure breast cancer. Pinene, inflected strains, uh, they smell like a pine forest. I love that. And they are thought to help with anxiety and pain. And I love I love both those. Limonene, pinene, myrcene. Um, what's in the kosher kush? Um, there's a good one in the kush. There's a good in the kush. All right. Uh, in the agricultural world, number five of cannabis sativa, females rule. Woo-hoo. That's right. Just like in soccer. <laughs> They are the workhorses, producing the flower that intoxicates and heals. So indoor groves uh, cultivate optimal mother plants, then root cuttings to produce uh, genetically identical female clones. Mama will only survive for about six months, but in the time she can fill a warehouse with her productive daughters. All right. 50 pounds of plant material yield one gallon. Of CBD oil. 50 pounds of plant material yield only one gallon of CBD oil. Wow. Six. The roots are everything, says Stevenson. The rhizosphere builds and maintains microbial colonies in the soil and uptakes nutrients for a good flower. That uptake is key. Cannabis sativa and its twin hemp are biomediators. They absorb heavy metals and toxins from soil and sequester it in leaves and stems. Exhibit A. Fields of hemp were planted by the Chernobyl cleanup crew to detox the nuked environment. That's why you need to be careful how you source your cannabis or hemp products. Recklessly grown plants suck up bad stuff like herbicides and fungicides. Source your cannabis carefully or you may be 
uh, imbibing weed killer. Seek out strains and products from Colorado, Oregon, and California states that carefully monitor growth conditions for cannabis crops and look for a label from the Organic Materials Review Institute, which certifies that non-toxic pesticides and fertilizers were used. The Organic Materials Review Institute. All righty then. That's some good information. That is some actually some really good information. Uh, just a little bit of information about your plant, the whole plant. Nothing but the plant. What else do we have that's good? Puff, 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 Like what up, I got some good pot I'm just telling myself, got some herb from the pot shop Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned-ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's FIFA time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea but shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those Cracker Jacks. Reese's Pieces are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Live from Tucson, Arizona, as everyone seems to call it on the phone if you're not from here. <laughs> oh, you're in Tucson. Yo, you betcha. You betcha. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. All right. Um, how's it going out there? What's everyone smoking? Where I, on the break, I was eating some marijuana brownies, having some tea of sorts. 
and uh, we've got some bubblegum cannabis going on in the bong. Speaking of bong, we're reading out of a, a fun magazine today. It's like story time for like Mr. Rogers. Uh, Nature RX, the CBD revolution. Uh, this has been a great little uh, magazine. You could get over at uh, Walgreens anytime you want. <laughs> There's some CBD ads that are really funny. It's like a 80-year-old hiking. She's like, I got this because of CBD. Um, oh, speaking of that, speaking of that, that whole thing, that whole CBD thing, there's a really great, uh, if you've got Amazon Video Prime or whatever the heck that is, uh, there's some really great cannabis movies on right now. If you just type in cannabis, there's one cannabis of cancer, uh, and I don't know what the other one was called. You were watching it the other day. It was really good. Um, anyway. One of them, Godweed, the God plant, the God plant. Yeah, the God plant and cannabis versus cancer. I don't know, remember which one this story was on, but this lady was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and she didn't want to go through chemo or anything. And so she just started doing CBD, um, just CBD. And she's in remission now uh, <laughs> after a few, not, not even very long. Another another lady just tried it um, for her. That her son, someone was just you know told to go home in a hospice, and that was it. And they gave it to the. Oh, it was her son. Yeah, uh, he had some rare, damn disease, and they said, not more we can do. So she just started slipping him some cannabis oil for anxiety. I mean, he was gonna die, and they gave him like you know not too long. So, but what happened was. He went into remission again. Like, just, she was giving, they, I think they're probably both using it for anxiety and just, you know, freaking out because she was going to lose her son and he was going to die. And now he's like 10 or 12 and he's going these little tours with her and talking about cannabis oil. And it really is a God plant. It really is. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever God or all the gods, old and new you believe in, whatever, you know. <laughs> Jesus had a subscription to high times. I'm not saying. <laughs> Oh my God! First Testament. They they talk about anointing Exodus. They talk about anointing Jesus and the cannabis plant. Get in there and check it out. But we're gonna talk about uh, delivery methods. Yeah, we get people all the time, and the first thing they say, I don't want to smoke. Well, you don't have to smoke. <laughs> I don't want to smoke. I don't, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to sign up. Okay. Uh, means of delivery. This is kind of funny. They've got these little pictures. And this would be a cute little poster <laughs> because they, they've got columns here. Um, they've got joints, pipes, tinctures, bongs, bake pens, edibles, and concentrates. <laughs> and there's a picture of a concentrate. And he's like doing, I don't know what that thing is called when you do, you put your arm up. Uh, Ellen knows. I, I don't, what is it? Dabbing? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. People these days, you come up with... What is, did they like this? All right. Okay. Here we go. Joint. Uh, cannabis is rolling... Cannabis in rolling paper. That's a joint. Uh, only with more potent weed than you remember from your college days. Uh, A.K.A. pre-roll, blunt, cannabis and cigar wrappers, um, or spliff, mix of tobacco and cannabis. The dispensary costs... Five to fifty dollars a joint. Could you imagine spending fifty bucks a joint? I paid twenty dollars for a joint one time. It wasn't as good as I thought it would have been. Um, depending on size and strain, brand name, um, <clears throat> with hash or concentrates, top shelf, top strength. See now, here's what I know about concentrates though. They have to be heated at a much higher um, temperature than just a regular bong hit or something. So. Like, if you waste your dad's stuff in a joint, isn't that just a waste? I mean, aren't you burning nothing, or are you going to get a little something? I don't know. Um, THC, 10 to 30 milligrams, depending on the joint again and the size and the cannabis strain. Upsides, old school, instant acting, and sociable. <laughs> I like that. It is. Joints are sociable. Downsides, it will stink up your house, your clothes, your car, and your life. <laughs> uh, lore. Um Sparking, burning, that doobie is what releases the intoxicating powers of THC through a process called decarboxylation. Okay. 
That's the lore on everything. A pipe. A wooden, metal, or glass pipe typically holds a half a gram to one ounce of, oh, a half to one ounce of cannabis. You wouldn't put an ounce of cannabis in a pipe. Uh, maybe they, <laughs> I mean, maybe Snoop Dogg has a, a bong that big. That would be kind of fun. Let's make a bowl that big and put, you know, that's about an ounce. Right there. Let's let's make that. Let's make that bowl. Uh, that's okay. Going to begin book. TM. <laughs> All right. Um, AKA a bowl. Dispensary costs ten to nine hundred dollars for the pipe and the cost of the cannabis. I don't know where these guys are shopping, but you guys are all smoking way too much weed. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah. New York City. Okay, the THC is about 13 grams per uh, 0.3 gram bowl. Now they're talking. Now you're talking. Now, now we're not going, you know, an ounce in a bowl. <laughs> Upside, small, colorful, convenient, no rolling skills, cheap. Downside, smoke stink, and the stink emanates from your used bowl wherever you stash it. That's true. That's true. And the lore, make your own with an apple. Bore two quarter-inch holes, one in the side, the other on the top. Rest butt on top, light, and smoke from the side. Johnny Appleseed never saw this come in. <laughs> oh, Maybe that's uh, Johnny Appleseed. Okay. Tinctures. They show a mouse with a little, uh, a little uh, molecule floating on a, um, <laughs> a life raft in the, under the tongue. Of course, under the tongue. Okay, so what is it? Cannabis infused in alcohol or glycerin or hemp. Tinctures can be anything. I mean, they're infused in coconut. They're infused in uh, hemp oil. They're infused in all sorts of stuff, um, a.k.a. sublinguals, often mixed with teas or other drinks. Now, I would be careful mixing oil with water because you you, uh, you know what happens. Um, for a one-ounce bottle, available with various uh, various ratios of CBD to THC and vice versa. I've seen some strange ratios and things these days. <laughs> okay. 97 to 1. Okay. Um, THC. The label should tell you how much THC or CBD or both per eyedropper full. And yes, um, hopefully it's very, very, very clear uh, to the reader because it gets, you know, <sighs> Just how many milligrams is in it? Please, that's all we want to know. Give us the milligrams. Upside, precise dosing, discreet, and sublingual delivery means fast absorption and action. Uh, downside, not much fun, really. The lore. Homemade cannabis tinctures are called Green Dragon. And there are a million recipes available online. Yeah, you can make, you can make all sorts of stuff. Make all sorts of green dragons. Now, my favorite that we do daily is the bong. What it is, a glass, preferably, uh, mine is, or plastic pipe built to guide inhaled smoke through a water chamber to cool and filter it. Yeehaw. A.K.A. water pipes, large or bubblers, small. I call mine just the bong. Just the bong. Come and get the bong. Where's the bong? The center cost thirty to nine, uh, thirty to one hundred fifty dollars uh, plus cost of the cannabis. Oh, that's for the bong itself. So, <clears throat> at Tumbleweed Health Center, forty-eight twenty-six East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. We have various bongs in all shapes and sizes. We have some that are unbreakable, folks. Yes, that's right, unbreakable. Because how many bongs? Uh, you get like a three gram bowl, uh, which is about 13 milligrams of THC. Upside, water filter smoke in great volume. Downside, the smoke still stinks. <laughs> You'll probably cough your head off, and now you have bong water to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that is, I almost had a bong water mistake this morning myself. I did not have a bong, but I caught it just in time. Thanks, Krishna. The lure, a party bong, hookah with multiple mouthpieces can satisfy a cannabis crab. Uh, 
a bomb hookup. So we can all, like, all 50 of us can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and here, this is great. They show a vape pen sitting in your little yoga pose, oming out. Om. Here's your vape pen. What is a vape pen? An e-cigarette loaded with cannabis oil concentrate. That's right, loaded. Get it? Loaded. Um, A.K.A. vape mod, atomizer, or e-cigarette. Ugh, I don't like that name. Dispensary cost 30 to 100 bucks for a pre-loaded pen. That's right. Um, and find out what's in it. You know, there are a lot of vape problems happening right now. And I'm not saying it's, you know, all cannabis, but they're really picking on cannabis right now. So, which is probably not. It's probably mostly the, you know, tar-filled crap that's out there. However, have you seen the way people huff these things? It's ridiculous. Come on. Get one hit and put it down. Relax, man. All right. Um, so THC may, uh, many allow you to control dosing, dial up around two and a half milligrams per insulation, and then you're good. I love that, the, the kind that allow you to dial it in. That's pretty great. Uh, dial it in. Upside, highly potent, fast acting, vapor dissipates quickly with no residual stink. Travel friendly, unless you're unlucky with the law, and that would probably be me. <laughs> Downside. Vape oils are highly refined form of cannabis. Some health seekers use vapes that allow you to incinerate whole buds. Um, lower vape pens are calibrated to boil the cannabis oil, saving your lungs from combustion toxins. Okay. Now be careful with your vape pens, though. I mean, don't freak out and vape like you're dying and you're gasping for air. And it's like, <gasps> and you, next thing you know, the whole room's filled and you can't find your grandma. I mean, it's like, come on. Baby. All right, next up, edibles. Now, edibles are really, really awesome if you know how to do them right. Low and slow. That's why they say a little dab will do ya. Seriously, with a dab, a little dab will do ya. <laughs> um, okay, edibles. And they've got, <laughs> it looks like a gummy bear with a pair of sunglasses on sitting on a cloud. And that's exactly what will happen to you if you're not careful. All right, what are edibles? Not your mom's pot brownies anymore. Sophisticated dining and treats now with cannabis. <laughs> it's true. It's, oh, it's insane. Um, you can get brownies, cookies, chocolates, gummies, you know, AKA. Dispensary costs 20 to 50 bucks per 100 gram THC pack. And folks, one to two milligrams to start. That's it. Unless you want to go down that road. No, you don't want to be the floating gummy bear. Um, THC, you can get anywhere from 5 to 10 milligrams of cannabis per the standard recommended dosing, which is, again, just a couple milligrams. And wait till tomorrow. You know, if you don't feel anything, fine. You'll probably feel better. Your aches and pains will probably go away, but you're probably not going to get high, which is what you want. Um, and seriously, what's wrong with a little happy? Okay, um, upside, simple, familiar, travel friendly, no stink, and everybody knows how to eat. <laughs> That's pretty true. Um, we've also had patients stick these in, in people's um, uh, masks and stuff that they use for breathing treatments. Um, you can stick, uh, not brownies, but the oils and things like that. Stick a brownie in your breathing treatment and see what happens. <laughs> pretty sure. Okay, downside, it could take 30 minutes to four hours to kick in, which is why we say don't, just wait, just wait till later, four hours. Could you imagine, you're like, oh, and boy, do we have the, <laughs> we may as well tell it. Are you ready? It's the story of Sonic Wendy. I'm just going to put the magazine down, and we're going to tell a little story. Okay. We had an education hours. Yes, they're coming back, folks. At some point, we'll have them again. Um, so, education was awesome. You came in for a class at Tumbleweed Cell Center, and you got medicine with your class. It was free medicine. It was really fantastic. And <laughs> we had a baker. Boy, could she bake. And all cookies were like, here's like 300 milligrams, 400 milligrams in one cookie. So, people were 
coming back for cookies big time. Like, they just wanted their cookies. And we gave them five. <laughs> so one day, our little friend came in. She was a regular. Um, she worked really hard. She always worked really hard. We applauded her for that. She came in for, just for, like, muscle relief. You know, she um, scrubbed floors. She was, like, janitor for a big-time gym. And, you know, she made it sparkle. You know, okay, right on. So she needed some pain relief at the end of the day. She couldn't do it during week or during work. That's fine. So she comes to our little education hours and picks up her cookies, not knowing how strong they were each. Um, she goes out and and gives us our hugs and leaves and <laughs> comes and goes out for a little car ride, eats a cookie. Well, after just not so long, maybe 20, 30 minutes, she doesn't feel anything, and she ate another cookie. Oh, Lord. And then she ended up at Sonic Burger. We'll for Sonic Burger to handle the situation very well. <laughs> so her story is <laughs> she was sitting in, in like, the, the waiting area, like, next to the fence. I'm not sure where she was. Maybe the one by golf link in her car. Just sitting in her car and just listening to music, just hanging out, not knowing she was probably even at Sonic Burger anymore at this point. And she gets this little, you know, knock on her window, and guess who it is? It's the manager of Sonic Burger apologizing for forgetting her order almost an hour ago. And she's like, um, what? What order? And he's like, he starts piling in food and milkshakes and french fries and onions and cookies and cheeseburgers and you name it. Food. And he's like, here, it's on the house. And so she came back and told us the story, and she was ever known as Sonic Wendy. Don't let that happen to you. Wait. Give your edibles a chance to kick in. And uh, welcome. If you just joined the conversation, you're listening to Wednesday, Wednesday, uh, Bell Star Birthday Bash. Anything can happen. Uh, careful with your edibles. New York Times columnist Maureen Dow down to pot chocolate bar in her Denver hotel room, freaked out, wrote about it, and nearly derailed legalization all by her ignorant self. And see, that's what happens when you're not. <laughs> you know, and. It's really no fault of their own. They, they they go to a you know they're brand new to all this. They go to dispensary. The the bud tender says, "Hey man, just try half the candy bar," and that's a hundred milligram candy bar. So fifty milligrams later, they're freaking out and they ended up at Sonnenberger like Sonic Burger. Don't do it. All right, and here, here concentrates. Little dab will do you. Aka uh, concentrates. What are they? Highly refined cannabis extracts, folks. That's where the whole Phoenix Tear or Simpson Oil, uh, FICO, full extract of cannabis oil comes in. I don't like that name, though, FICO. That sounds weird. I just call it cannabis, full cannabis extract. And, oh, they left later. Um, you can check that out on tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. We've got a video of how to make your own oil. So, okay, concentrate. Uh, A.K.A. Dab, shatter, wax, butter, distillate, even keep and hash are concentrates. Uh, what else? Dispensary cost twenty to eighty dollars. Highly concentrated, so you need less. Did you hear that, folks? Less THC. Uh, many multiples of what a joint or vape would deliver. Beware, experts only. Seriously. Um, one of our representative from Magic Flight in California was so awesome at the Cannabis Cup to give me a 56% lemon skunk dab hit and I went and stood by the wall and took pictures for a while. <laughs> I think that's about all I can do. Be careful. And I use a lot of cannabis. Um, so, the uh, upside, super potent and super fast acting. In fact, you know, I was a little critical and a little judgmental of the concentrate users to begin with. Yeah. I quickly changed my uh, point of view and shame on me for not. Because someone came in and said, you know, it's the only thing that will touch the stage four cancer that I have uh, for pain. And I was like, oh. And I didn't, you know, sometimes you don't realize what people are going through. And who cares if people just want to, you know, have a little fun and get high. But this is really, it's, if you really have a lot of pain, 
uh, concentrates are the way to go. It's your morphine equivalent, your oxy equivalent, your Vicodin equivalent. If you need something super strong, um, this is what you use. Uh, downsides, alarmingly, looks like you're freebasing weed. <laughs> it really does. Too potent, too fast acting. You, baby. Um, and soldiers suffering from PTSD, cancer patients in extreme pain plus major potheads gra- uh, gravitate towards concentrates because of their mind-blowing power. Do you want that? Really? Yes. Of course we do. Of course. I mean, we're here to try it out. Be careful again. Get some homegrown organic weeds. Um, if you if you just tuned out or if you're just tuning in, it's Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in always. Uh, Bell Star and the Gannis Kids, Silver Sativa, Silver Sativa Sister, we call you that. Remember Super Silver Haze? That was such, let's give it up for Super Silver Haze. Good stuff, man. Some good weed. <laughs> uh, be careful where you get your weed. A lot of people still come to the office and they talk about getting weed delivered to them. That's great. You know, more power to you. However, um, we want you to make sure that you're getting your cannabis from a state-approved dispensary because they're monitored, okay? And um, it's not just somebody you don't know out in the neighborhood doing things they shouldn't be doing with cannabis. You know what I mean? You don't even know where the cannabis is coming from. Like, don't smoke moldy weed. Don't smoke weed. You don't know where it's coming from. So get educated and just make sure you're getting your stuff from dispensaries right now, um, especially if you're brand new to this. You don't want to do anything else. Ask them if they're registered with the state of Arizona and make sure that they are. Look up their websites and you get a list from the state of Arizona as well. Um, also, let's give a little shout out to Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicine, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. All right, that's right. You can just get there right from where you are. Like I used to tell my mom when I'd go out, she'd say, where are you going? I'd say, I'll be where I'm at. Tell your aunt that. Tell her where you did. All right, so here's a quick story before we leave. It's an updated story. Nine elementary school students hospitalized after being given weed gummies. In total, 14 students ate cannabis-infused gummies that day. This is updated. Uh, Cleveland police have arrested the mother of the boy, who brought the weed gummies with him to his elementary school on Monday, according to police. Sherry Gould was arrested and charged with, endang- and charged with endangering children. Um, investigators have learned that Gould had hosted a party at her apartment on Sunday night at which friends were smoking and drinking. At the party, an aunt gave some gummy bears to the boy and two friends because she was not in her right mind, according to a statement provided to school staff members and reported by local media. The boy was then encouraged by other children to get more of the gummies from his mother. The boy then retrieved the entire bag of infused candy and put it in his hi- put it in his school bag for the next day. Police say that Gould was unaware he took them. The following day, a staff member at Anton Gardena School found the bag in a classroom and alerted school officials. Administrators then reviewed security camera footage from the classroom to determine which student had eaten the candy. The children were questioned by the school officials and police were called. Nine of the children were taken to the hospital and complaining of stomach pains, but only one of them, the boy who brought the gummies, tested positive for THC. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, you know, this is what I have to say to that. Parents, don't be stupid. I mean, come on. I thought that they were doing something a little bit more than, you know, just leave that day if you're telling your kids to get your gummies and take them to school. First of all, why would you waste your weed? I'm not saying. Thanks for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday, so everybody should celebrate. Go do something. Smoke a lot of weed. I like indica. Sorry if you can't handle it. You pass it on the couch. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully, Cannabis Kid will be back soon. Uh, get out there and do something nice for a marijuana plant today.
Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, folks. Remember, Christmas is coming. Don't stress out when you hear the bells. It's just time to smoke. So when you hear the bells, smoke a weed. Smoke some joy. Do something. Do cannabis. <laughs> You're going to be really fast all season long. It's going to be awesome. Happy Wednesday.